Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Kelly Martin. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to Split the Party. Nope, try again. Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decision Network. I am your host and game master, and I swear I know what I'm doing, Nate Borges. And tonight, I'm with my Humble Beginnings crew, because I'm looking at them. And tonight, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves and what we're drinking, and I am drinking Clown Shoes Blakehorn Unidragon Imperial Stout. I'm a little sad because when this beer first came out, it was 13.5%, but as I just noticed now, it's only 10.5%, which is still pretty good, but it's a Russian Imperial Stout with a kick. It's got great can art. I suggest everyone that has the ability to find some, grab some, drink some, and probably share with a friend. But Ed, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking the same thing that I've had the last couple weeks. It's a uh, glass of Southern Comfort. I... Uh, finishing it up so whatever that says about me I no doubt there'll be a whalers next awesome Annie as for normal I'm drinking my uh, typical code red so I'm I'm the same as normal awesome DJ hi uh, this is DJ Lombardo I've been fictional character Reggie Frostwalker uh, I am currently drinking uh, water because I've been sick for the last week why do you explain him as fictional? That's do you not fictional. believe he exists? No, he doesn't exist. You have to I'm pretty sure DJ. our audience is like on their oh, seat. No, like, man, die. the rest of the people are real. And like Ed and I, neither of us even mentioned who we play. So, you know, we're just rolling with it. <laughs> yeah, you guys just play whoever you want, right? Dan, what about you? <laughs> hey, this is Danny Cam reporting to you live from my room. It's great. And uh, I play the fictional character, not to be confused with the real character, of Desmond Silver, the human arcanist. And tonight I am drinking a mixture of Bailey's apple pie and bespoke apple cider, Empire apple cider. It coagulated when I mixed it two, and it looks like a bunch of pants oysters. <laughs> like, why, why does it look like eggnog in that glass, Danny? <laughs> Why? Pants oysters. Why are you drinking it so vigorously? Listen, I love apples. You don't gotta shake your arm like that. <laughs> it is delicious. It doesn't look good, but it is. It is the nectar of the gods. I'm I'm getting loopy on this shit, man. I'm telling you right now. I already drank like two of these. And I'm sorry, Kelly. There's no segue good enough. What about you? <laughs> I'm Kelly Martin. I'm playing Timber, the gnome bard, and I went with a classic this week. I'm drinking uh, Leinenkugel Berry Vice, which is one of the first beers that I actually enjoyed when I first started drinking beer. And I saw it in the store the other day and was like, oh, I haven't had one of those in forever, so figured why not. You know what? You cut out while saying that, but I give you a lot of credit for two things. One, you said Leinenkugel correctly, and Berry Weiss, not Berry Weiss, so that's a, that's good in my book. <laughs> a lot of people get that wrong. You'd be surprised. Even people from the Midwest. And let's hope they're not listening. So, we're in the forest, right? Actually, yes. 
So the party finds themselves in the forest, and for a little bit of a recap for DJ because he forgot to listen to the link I sent him to last week's episode, you guys are in the forest, you've directed your camp to perform various tasks after you escaped the town of Fendar. The people of the camp performed these tasks and got you some provision points, built some shelters, did some scouting, and you guys decide to go check out the town of Gristledown. Town is a very strong word. Like I said, there's probably about 14 or 15 residents in this town. You get there, and a grim sight is to behold. The longhouse and the outbuildings seem to be burnt down, and uh, as we've been joking, which we probably shouldn't have for the past week, it's been a lot of human wallpaper. So somebody's been redecorating. Somebody's definitely done it. You guys are in the middle of this, you've investigated the cavern and the longhouse and found the container of, I couldn't remember what it does, so it held coffee grounds or silver dust for eternity at a preserved rate. And now you notice this giant, like, 20 by 20 blood stain to the south. And you guys are just about to investigate. So that's where we will pick up with our adventurers. Let's go with, where do you guys take it from there? Run! Run away! I just want to say, I, I've i got a really bad record of uh, good ideas. <laughs> so maybe someone who knows a little bit more about what they're doing should uh, tell me where to go. You know what? This is probably a great point to interject, as Ed has never played tabletop RPGs before. Where do you guys think you're heading into here? Death. Dismemberment. Dismay. I am pretty sure we're heading into a fight. Noticing the blood everywhere, I venture, I guess, to say something bad is going. So for everyone that can't see the map, they're at an outbuilding and about 120, 130 feet away, depending on where they are, is this pool of blood. Again, this pool of blood is about 20 by 20 feet, is situated between two trees and is a little bit off the beaten path on the road. Desmond is going to cautiously approach. Did we just leave Reggie, like, at the entrance to this this uh, <laughs> map? <laughs> yeah, Reggie's just hanging out the back. Well, well no, we he probably... walking like he was weekend at Bernie's, so... Yeah, last what week he was. What did you make me do? <laughs> if you had listened to last week's recording like I asked EJ, you would know. Oh my I, God. I just played with your hands a little bit. It was fine. You better not... Pants oysters. <laughs> Don't put your hands in your pockets, Reggie. You weren't on fire. That's a good one. That is very true. You did not get set on fire at all. You were not even close to being set on fire. Actually, point in fact, I think you s- took an extra 15 feet away from the campfire to make sure. Who would have pushed me in? No, I think you were just scared of it. I was hunting. It wasn't me. Makes sense. Anyway. That Lord Farquaad guy did it. Pharaoh. You literally called him Farquaad not like five minutes ago, so I don't want to hear it, Nate. <laughs> but that wasn't on the recording. That is irrelevant. <laughs> Desmond's going to slowly approach because he sees the pool of blood, right? It's not that far away. Yes. Correct. So he's going to cautiously approach the, uh... this this area. And like he'll motion for everybody to follow him to kind of investigate it. You know I don't that think like this fight is a good or flight idea. response, that fight or fight 
fight or flight response is saying flight right now. Guys, I don't think this is a good idea. (laughs) I concur. I'm with Timber. Let's get the hell out of here. So moving in, Desmond is... Oh, oh, I don't want to move him. I want the ruler tool. Desmond's probably still about 50 feet away from this bloodstain. Ichabod would like to uh, just cut the distance between the group. And um, did we already determine if uh, if we need to detect magic around here? Well, that's what these giant circles are on the map. They are your range of detect magic. Okay, because we, we had cast that last time, so it's still active. Correct. Yeah, it's, well, it's a cantrip, so I figure if you guys want to keep it active, you can keep yeah. casting it. When we get into an initiative order, you would have to want to keep it active. Right, but right. for now... <clears throat> yeah, wave. for now, I, I'm I'm fine with having it just on, like, the, the immediate area, because still not quite sure what to make of the giant puddle of blood. I, I do see a bit of urgency to get out of here, because it whatever flayed uh, a, two buildings worth of people doesn't really I will say from this area of the pool of blood you do not notice any magical effects but towards the north here where the longhouse was where I'm pinging on the map roughly you yeah. don't get a definite there is a sense of magic like a weak fart sense of magic thank you for quantifying that or qualifying that. Um, First part is you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, it's just a little poof, not not a not like an overwhelming oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Desmond, you uh you're gonna go check that thing out? I think we all should, but sure. So I will say this, I'm not putting you in initiative round yet, but what are you all doing? Because I don't want everyone just to start moving themselves on the map and like then I get the hold on, I would have done this. No. What are you doing? Uh, I'm standing next to Desmond. Okay. That makes sense. So for everyone that can't see the map, Ichabod and Desmond are standing 10 feet apart in the middle of the road, probably about 50 feet away from this spot on the ground and probably equidistant well, actually, it's a little longer, about 75 feet away from the longhouse. But they're in the middle of the road in the middle of this map, with the rest of the party about 50, 60 feet away to the west. I cock my heavy crossbow. That's how Do you that think works. we should get closer? No. <laughs> I think we should go back to camp. I mean, I'm not going to just leave them here, so I guess we better get closer. <laughs> Does uh, does my monster lore ability um, can I run like a perception check to see if there's any monsters that would leave something like this specifically, or are we positive that it's hobgoblins? That is two different checks, but please roll me a knowledge local. You can roll it because you're checking on this particular instance, even if you don't have it. Eleven. Uh, can I assist him? Sure, I'll hand wave that he probably said it out loud. Oh, what? Uh, not 20. Okay. So, with that, looking around, the two of you point out all the different things that you see. You see the burned buildings, you see the flayed human skin, you see the 
shallow grave-esque of blood corpse. I mean, without revealing too much, and I just did, the giant pool of blood is probably the graves of all these people. Like, not too far of a leap for me to say that for you. This does look and sound like what the Iron Fang Legion would do if they came across this camp. That doesn't make me want to go over to the pool anymore. I would like, I would like to retract that statement. Just forget we said that. I turned to the group, so what do we want to do? Go back to the run camp. Away. Go back to the camp. I don't smell any fire, but still don't trust this environment. Abort the mission. <laughs> Alright. What are you guys going to do? Three to two. Go back with the group. Let's start going back, yeah. So, it, are we down to, like, just moving bit by bit, or are we just still free to move and you're still free to move out the cabin like you're you're not in initiative order yet but i don't want you guys to move like six times and be like i was over here okay um i'm going to kind of keep myself in the center of the road so i can keep that detect magic running sure it is just a little bit out of your range but while you move around you still do notice that magic or emanating from the corner of the longhouse to the northeast we're trying, we're trying to get out of here. I don't want to chase a magic part. Not right now. Nobody wants to die today. Okay. So, I follow the group back. I'm disappointed. Desmond is extremely disappointed. And he's visibly upset. He's not mad. He's just disappointed in you. Oh, that's an awful thing to say, Desmond. Let's go check out that pool of bodies quick, then. Two of you, hand in hand, walk over. Ichabod looks back at Desmond, who's looking kind of disappointed about not going to check out the pool of bodies. Kind of stops, turns around and looks at him and says, you want to go check it out quick? Let these guys keep going for a bit and we'll catch up. Nah. Yeah, no. I'm not allowing that. (laughs) Yeah, Desmond, like, pretty much just shakes that off. He knows that he he can't do anything by himself. He knows exactly what he is. He's a little bitch. So are we supposed to stay and look at this? What are you going to do, guys? Obviously, you all voted for to walk away, so we're walking away. I'm not going by myself into that disaster, but he just wanted to get away. Just get away, have a nice little vacation away from his uh, horrible life. Hide away. It'll be fun. And, And these Iron Fang Legion just jacked up my fun. Take a trip to Fendar, they said. Enjoy the market festival. It'll be great. I'm having a really hard time not going back there. <laughs> so Ichabod wants to go check it out? I do, but I'm moving away because... It's a big guy. Are you sure you want to not go and get tickets out? Seeing, seeing his hesitancy, like, Desmond will look at Ichabod and are we? why are we running away from this? We've obviously handled ourselves quite well. We are fully capable. I know that you are capable. Why are we going away? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. So just so you guys know, I'm just turning off your emission of the detect magic thing just so it's not stupidly annoying. Yeah, I'm not I'm not running it anymore. I'm now just like focused on on this, but like uh, I'll I'll still I'll still run it. No, I'm just turning it off for the group so that way you don't oh, see yeah, it all the yeah. time. 
But Desmond... I'll go near. I was going to say, Desmond... Desmond knows what we're capable of. He's seen us go through battle after battle, and we survive. Well, shit. I guess we're... we're I guess Ichabod wins. How, how far away from this thing can I start rolling perceptions to see what else I can, like, see, or... You're about close enough. Do you want to roll perception? Yeah, I do. Um, actually... Can I postpone that action until everyone else has kind of situated themselves? Because I am jumping the gun and going to make us all die. So you want to wait until everyone's nearby because you're scared? Yes. I'll, I, I, yeah. I, want, I want to give my team a chance to prepare themselves for whatever the hell my stupid ass is getting us into. Timber takes 17 rounds to get there because she has short little legs. That's plenty of time to get her. <laughs> She's also being very hesitant because she thinks this is a terrible idea. <laughs> She's just walking back because she realizes that she otherwise needs- <laughs> she's standing there by herself in the middle of the street. That Ichabod's carrying half her stuff and she needs to get it. So, like, <laughs> I feel like I would look at Timber and be like, if shit goes south and we have to run, get on Phantasma. He is way faster than you are. <laughs> Okay. He can carry you. (laughs) (laughs) You My tiny little legs don't go that fast. I have pretty good diplomacy. I don't suppose I could convince everybody that this is a bad idea, huh? You know what? (laughs) There is actually a mechanic for that if you want to roll a diplomacy versus their sense motive. Uh, I'm going to do it because I think this is a terrible idea. (laughs) If I... If an entire longhouse full of people couldn't get away from these things, then I don't know how our little group thinks we're gonna fight them all off. So, so you have you have to understand where where I'm coming from because when you said I'm gonna roll a diplomacy check, I was like, whatever made skin wallpaper is not gonna be diplomatic. <laughs> and then no, I realized I'm rolling, it was ag- about I'm rolling us against the party. I'm the, I'm the threat right now. So, what do you say to convince them? Guys, this is a really bad idea. There's a lot of dead people in there, and there are only a few of us. If they couldn't beat it, then we're never going to. I think we need to go back to the camp now. And what did you get for a diplomacy? <laughs> What'd you roll? What'd you roll? Because actually, <laughs> actually, Desmond's going to argue about this. These... <laughs> These fucking people were were slaughtered like cattle, and they don't have half. I could write this shit. What did you roll? Not one. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Wait, so I have a plus eleven on my diplomacy. So yeah, so skill checks in Pathfinder, a nat one is not an automatic fail. You add in your modifier, so so twelve. She has a twelve. So I would like everyone to roll a sense motive versus that. It's probably not the right thing to roll, but that's what I'm going with right now until I look it up because wasting five. time. Wow, five. Yeah, you believe her. 13. 22. The DC is 12. It is 10 plus your charisma modifier, whether you believe her or not. Okay, so I do believe her, but I'm still... You can... It, you believe her, obviously it doesn't have to necessarily influence your actions, but you definitely believe her. 
yeah, I believe her that there's something horrible that killed these people, but in the same breath, these people are slaughtered like cattle, and they are no just judging by what I've seen, they're not like warriors, right? We didn't find any weapons. And based on the request that is given, uh, if you failed by five or more, you like adhere to her advice. Alright, then I adhere because I got a four. Yeah, so if you rolled less than a seven, you're kinda like Time to walk away. What did Ichabod and Arden get? You guys are looking kind of quiet over there. I rolled an 18, so... Wasn't Arden on my side to begin with? She was. Totally was. She was, and I rolled a 13. So what does Ichabod say in defense of this? God damn it. (laughs) And uh, I just kind of stand on my tippy toes and try and take a peek into the pit of people. Or people pieces. <laughs> and Roll a perception to see what you see there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 13. Okay. Even with a 13 from that far away, this eh, roughly about 20 by 20 bloodied area, you notice a little bit more detail as you're now looking into it. It looks like this is a very shallow grave of the survivors, well, not really survivors, but the victims of this town. You don't know if there's any survivors. Based on your 13, you can't tell how many bones are there. You've been told before that there's about 13, 14 people that lived in this quote-unquote town. Based on the number of bones you see, you cannot make an estimate whether there's 13 or 14 here. You just know you do see kind of bones lightly sticking up from the ground on closer inspection in this area, and the ground being red and bloodied indicates this is a very shallow grave where they were dumped. For the love of God, you guys are going to let me do this. <laughs> so, what you guys doing? Are we leaving? What are we doing, guys? I don't know. Everyone else doesn't seem to be moving away. <laughs> I literally got convinced to do exactly the opposite of what I want to do, so Desmond had his intention, so... I know! I know, but no one else is moving! <laughs> There we go, Timber. Okay. So, move Timber back for me, please. Before Timber moves, because she's decided now that, okay, everyone seems to have heard my plea and decided to turn around. It's just Son then. Of a bitch. <laughs> popping up out of the ground, you see four gruesomely bloody, decayed, flesh dripping off of them skeletons rise out of the ground. Ah, nice. I told you we needed to run! I need everyone to roll for initiative. Damn it, Ichabod. Okay. Going right down my list here. Timber, what'd we get for initiative? 17. Very nice. Yeah, now I got got the good roll. 12. Ooh. Okay, Arden? 9. Okay, and are you keeping Phantasma the same? Yeah. Okay. Desmond Silver. 21. 21. That's uh, pretty decent. And Reggie Frostwalker. 18. 18. Okay. And Desmond Silver, you are up first. You are now looking at four bloody skeletons uh, from where you are. 
about 45, 50, 60 feet away, depending on the skeleton. What you gonna do? Desmond is going to, like, have his eyes light up a little bit and twist and uh, summon monster one, but I get to upcharge it by three, so it's a summon monster four. So he's exploiting. Nope, not the way that works. That's not how it works. I thought summon monster is I get to. Not for a summon monster, no. It's a conjuration spell, right? No, because. It, it is, but that's not the way that works for summon monster because you can't just create a higher level spell. Your caster level gets in place. So if the spell has any sort of modifiers that says it's based 1d6, 1d8, whatever, based on cast level, that gets increased. But you're trying to cast a different spell. Okay. thought I was able to do four dogs. All right. To save time, we will go no. over rules later. And I will just pull out the wand of magic missile and shoot one of the... Yeah, because summon monster, nothing on its whole thing is based on caster level. It's based on casting the physical spell. It does not get upgraded based on that. So there's certain spells like, uh, let's say Shocking Grass, for instance, is a first level spell. It's based on, it does 1d6 per caster level. That right. would get increased by your arcane exploit. This has nothing that says increased by caster level. Well, I thought that's summon monster four, so I can go a higher grade. No, I know. I, I know what you're thinking and what's happening. You're trying... Basically, Dan, what you're trying to do is you're trying to cast a fourth level spell with a level one spell slot, and that's not how that works. Okay. So, without the rules in front of me really quick, how would I use that? Or I can't. So, what would happen is... the best guess is based on the duration is one round per level because you can increase your caster level you would increase the number of rounds the summon monster would happen for this particular spell okay so i can't do summon monster four but i can do summon monster one but instead of lasting one round it'll last four well it would rest two because you're level two but yes it would be a couple more rounds yes all right. All right. Again, to make this a little bit more streamlined, I'm going to pull out my Wand of Magic Missile. Uh, there's 12 charges on it. Okay. And I'm going to cast it on... Now, do I get to use my exploit on wand stuff? So it's a, it's a spell I know. Uh, not on wands, because that's... It's... No, wands are a whole different thing. There's, like, three or four feats that can allow you to do that, but honestly, it's a, a whole thing currently as of now no you cannot do that not on a magic item okay well actually before i did i did um load my heavy crossbow right that's simple and easy i can just shoot this you did say you had it loaded yes okay then even easier then i will shoot the guy that is right here okay so you are shooting at the one that is affectionately named bloody skeleton two two i'm going to pull out my heavy crossbow and you have a clear shot. There's nobody in the way, so you take no penalties. Wide right. Not even hit. You did... Not even close? Not even close. What'd you get? Oh, I, th I rolled a two. Or uh, oh, I rolled yeah, a three no, plus two. Definitely. Yeah, no. 
Their AC's not great, but you did not get it. Cool. Okay, so that's great from Desmond Silver. Round one. It is Bloody Skeleton number four, who I like to call Greg. His turn. Craig is going to move up. And I'm just double checking his movement speed. <clears throat> I'm sorry, is that Craig with a C or Greg with a G? Greg with a G. Thank you. But in the whole sense of like Jeff with a G-O-F-F-F. There's an extra F because, you know. That's fancy. Yes, exactly. Okay. He's going to move up to Ichabod and take a swipe. So he moved up you 30. You had that one coming, Ichabod. Just saying. I know. Oh my god. Uh, 19 to hit? Yep. Three points of damage from his scimitar. Very good. So as he comes at you and swings this, uh, like, he is looking very decayed, skeleton-y, broken, you know, not great. So are his arms and armor. Like, they're not pristine, shiny, and great. They're decayed, flesh, rotted, you know, look like they've been in the ground. You ever run a knife through earth a few times, you know, it's got some nicks, cuts, and bends that definitely wouldn't cut a tomato grape. And that's what he just cut you with. I'm catching some today. Reggie, you're up. Yes, sorry. Um, they're being loud. I'm just trying to wait. <laughs> Is everybody still over there? Yeah, everyone's still over here. Let's see if I can... Go get your father. No. <laughs> Hey, Nate, because that thing uh, came up to me after we had, like, already gone into initiative, do I, uh, is it a only a named character or something like that? What are you trying to say? I, I want to hit him. Like, I see him coming. Like, all, all decayed and shit. As far as an attack of opportunity, no, yeah. that's not how it works. And B, doesn't matter if named or not. Okay. Nate, I'm gonna just move around if that creates an attack of opportunity to take it. It actually creates at least two. Huh? That's fine. Okay, it's gonna take an attack. Can I acrobatically do it so he misses me? <laughs> you can most certainly try. Go for it. <laughs> 19. Uh, let me double check his CMD, because that's what it goes up against. Uh, 19 is exactly their CMD. He hits you. No! <laughs> so you can move there, but that's you fine. get hit for four points of damage. Oh, great. Sad enough. Perfect. Okay, now that you are flanking... Yeah, thank Oh, it doesn't even matter. I didn't... Ah! I know, I was wondering why I do this, because for everyone listening, I figured out between sessions that uh, DJ has been fleecing me this whole time, and <laughs> I completely forgot that Slayers I don't have sneak already. attack this early. Uh, why did I even do this then? It made no sense. So Whatever. he just jumped to flank the target, got hit for five damage, and it poses no benefit besides plus two attack. Please take your plus two attack. Thanks. I will. 20 to hit. On first 20 attack. will hit. And uh, 18 to hit on the second attack. 
18 will also hit. Sweet. Pants oysters. <laughs> Eight first, first hit. Um, five second hit. Okay, 13 points of damage from your two daggers, correctly? Short sword and a dagger. Oh, short sword first and then dagger. Okay. And with that, the first skeleton that is named number four goes down. And I definitely killed the wrong one in my tracker. Well, that sucks for him. I moved back. I mean, you moved back. <laughs> There's no back. Yes, there is. I didn't take my... Yeah, yeah, that's what I can do. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, uh, it is number three's turn. Where is number three on my map? There he is. Cool. He's gonna come up, and he's gonna attack Reggie. He moves to his southeast. Oh my god! Natural twenty. Uh, roll to confirm. What is your AC? Because I rolled a sixteen. It's an eighteen. Okay, so does not confirm, but I get max normal damage. Yeah, great. I'm gonna die. No, you're not gonna die. At least you're not gonna be set on fire. That man. yet. Hey, uh, there's a possibility, man. We're I don't want skeletons to right now. Okay, you get six points of damage as its scimitar comes slicing into you. Thanks. Timber, you're up. All right. Um, Timber is going to watch. Timber's going to see how easily the first skeleton fell, and she's going to yell to everyone, "Hey, these look easier to kill than the hobgoblins. I think we have a good shot at this." And she's going to cast Bardic Performance. Okay. So for everyone, if you do not know, activate on your Hero Lab. The Bardic Performance Inspire Courage, you get a plus one to attack and damage and saves against fear. Is Timber moving at all? Nope. Okay, Timber's staying way the fuck away. Ichabod, you're up. Can I cast a cantrip and a first level spell? No, you cannot. You can cast one or the other. I will bless the area then. Bless as a first level spell? Yes. Okay, uh, uh, let's see if I remember what Bless does. I believe mm-hmm. yep. Bless lets you do, I believe, a plus one on attacks and saving throws uh, against fear. Plus one on attacks and on saving throws against fear. Yep. Okay, the only thing I will say is let me just double check. Before you actually do that, I may have you retcon your thing because Ichabod would know this, but Ed may not. Let's see, on a Bardic Performance Inspire, okay, they are different. So the way Pathfinder works is there's a lot of different bonuses. So like, for instance, the Inspire Courage is a competence bonus. So you get the plus one on attack. Bless is a morale bonus, so they stack. If you ever get the same bonus, like if you get two competence bonuses, they don't stack. In this case, they do. So everyone currently has plus two on attack and plus two on saves versus fear. 
So that was your standard action. Is Ichabod going to move? Um, if I... No, can I go, um, total defense? Or is that... Oh, now I'm trying to remember if that's a full round action or not. Yeah, it's a... I think it's a standard action. I don't know what... If it's standard, then uh, you cannot because you cast a spell. I guess in, in that case, uh, I'd just like to, to ready my chain for my next attack. Okay, uh, readying an action is also a standard action. You can do a move equivalent action. You have movement left, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think more or less just for storytelling purposes, getting the, my chain ready. Flavor to, movement. To okay. Yeah, there we go. That's about it, though, because if I move, I, um, no, that's Reggie right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in front of you. You can move around. No, I'm I'm fine where I am. That's fine. Okay. Now, I will say because nobody noticed, towards the north of the map, there is another creature, based on its movement speed, because I totally know that off the top of my head. It's going to move down from the longhouse up about to there. So it moves to the middle of the road between all of you. It double moved, and that is its turn. So what you're looking at is... Hold on, let me get the actual description of this thing, because it's super creepy. That came from that little magic thing that I... Little magic fart, Nate. Yeah, you guys... Yeah, the the area of the magic fart. This floating creature looks like an orc's animate hollow skin. Its upper half is intact, but its lower half is in tatters. This disembodied skin seems to be floating through the air as it looks like it was peeled off human flesh. Wow, that is disgusting. Why? This might be what made the people wallpaper, guys. Yeah, maybe. It is number one's turn. Number one is going to come up next to Reggie. Coming all the way around so he does not provoke. He's going to make an attack on Reggie. Oh, that's going to be a miss. Wow, that's a spectacular miss. So, not a fumble, but definitely a miss because I rolled a five. Arden, you're up. Okay, so... Arden seeing that Reggie is getting his ass whooped, is going to tell Phantasma to protect him. Kid, hey. I got this. Hey! <laughs> I'm not getting my ass handed to me. I killed one. Yeah, but it's still like beating your ass, too, so we're gonna give you some extra help. Kid, don't worry. I'm the best at fucking bones. <laughs> God damn oh. it, Nate. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, like, bring it down a notch. <laughs> So he can Kid, do. Don't you worry. I am Jeez. the best at boats. <laughs> he's not a dog. He's a cat, Nate. He can do bite cat, and then claw, said, right? No, eat bones, snap them right in hand. Meow. Oh my god. Are you listening to me? Yes. <laughs> so I he can bite it. and claw, right? Where did, where did Phantasma go on my map? Hmm. I gotta reload. Phantasma's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's next to Reggie, like in between the. I skeletons. believe you. I'm just saying. I watched Phantasma just disappear. 
And you can believe me, Phantasma can bite and claw. And get six chicken bones down, same time. I've seen it at least. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna bite the one that's like closest to Ichabod. Do I have to bite and claw the same one? Or can I bite the one in front of me and like turn around and claw the one that's sneaking up on me? So I'm sure if anybody is listening to this that gives a shit about the rules, they'd probably argue with me. But because the other one is behind you, I would say that you take a minus two attack to the one behind you because you have to spin around to attack it. That's just my point in fact, and I impose that on everyone. But go for the one in front of you first and see what happens. Okay. Uh, That's a nat 20. Phantasma has moved to the far side of Reggie from where Phantasma was to attack Bloody Skeleton number one, which actually moving, I'm assuming, uh, I'm just going to say this, you moved in a pattern similar to like that, moving all around in a counterclockwise motion. Yeah. Then you would impose an attack of opportunity on Bloody Skeleton number three as you entered this square to the southeast of Reggie. Okay. Okay, it's going to take its attack first because that would trigger before. That's not going to hit Phantasma because Phantasma's got stupid fucking AC. Yes. So continue with your attack. I rolled a nat 20 plus four. You did go to confirm on Bloody Skeleton number one. That's an 18. That will confirm a crit. Roll double goddamn damage. Uh, on bite, that is... So what, I roll 2d6 instead of 1d6? It is. It is 2d6 plus 2. That is a 6 and a 5 plus 2. So, 11. A 13. Wow. That's intense, because a bite is bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Die, motherfucker. So that is on Bloody Skeleton number one. And if anyone can hear my dog, it's probably because somebody left DJ's house. Uh, I'll check. Would you say it was 13 damage? Yeah. That is enough to take out this skeleton. Good job, Phantasma. All right. Phantasma kills one. Now he does have claw. So you said minus two on attack? Correct. That is my house rule. I don't know what it actually is, but it just makes sense to me. Okay, so because I have a plus three, it just makes it a plus one, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. So that's 18. 18. Fuck. We'll hit. The fuck do you roll for Phantasma? <laughs> this D20, it is pink and green. Uh huh. I feel like it's weighted wrongly. No, this is not one of my 3D printed die. That's where you have to be concerned. Uh huh. Which I have banned at my own table. So if that makes Phantasma you feel any better, has never missed yet in seven episodes. That's horseshit. He did miss. I've missed most of my attacks. One. <laughs> That's a I'm two. Shooting like our old uh, two ranger. points of damage on skeleton number three. Okay. And he claws again. And yes, because if anyone that knows the rules is paying attention to Phantasma, I correctly assumed that Phantasma was a small cat. Phantasma is not a small cat. 
that is 16. 16 will hit. Please roll more damage. <laughs> Four. Four points of damage. Awesome. So as Phantasma claws into this creature, it is still alive somehow. Uh, now it's Arden's turn. That is correct. Shit, one I day we'll switch. get through round one. <laughs> hey. All right. Arden's gonna... All right. I'm gonna... Slice... I have this Masterwork Scimitar, so I'm going to try and slash at him with it. Just a heads up, I have a plus five to attack on this. So 14 plus five is 19. How the fuck do you have a plus five to attack? Because, uh, of because it was a plus three, burn. but Kelly's up and Ed's up as well, so. Bless and inspired, goddamn. Yeah, damn. it's a 19. Yeah, that hits. Cool. 1d6 plus roll 2. Roll under a 10, please. I can only roll a 1d6 plus 2, and I only rolled a 2, so it's 4. 4 damage on which number is that, just to confirm? Because the one right in front. Moved up. The one right to my. I guess, in front of my face. Arden moved up and attacked for 4 damage on Bloody Skeleton number 4, correct? Yeah. Okay. That is enough to make it go yes. poof. Now he's dead, too. That is correct. Cool. So that is Arden Phantasma's turn. Now I can skip that. Uh, it is number two's turn, who's now going to move up and attack Arden, who moved up five feet. He's coming for me. Oh, nat 20. Look at that. Look at that, Nate. Wow. Fuck the confirm. Okay, cool. So it does six points of damage per my natural 20 house rule. And that's its turn. Yay. Desmond Silver, round two. Let's do this. Does the uh, creature that is um, coming from the north, does it, is it actually walking or flying? It's floating. It's floating. Does it have a weapon in its hand? It does not. No. Oh, okay. Uh, so Desmond will, wow, really gonna suck. Uh, Desmond will ready and attack. Uh, he'll drop his uh, heavy crossbow and ready and attack with a quarterstaff. I can pull out my quarterstaff, right? That's a move action, I believe. If you drop your crossbow to the ground, like you're like, fuck it, I'm done with this. Yes. And I will ready and attack with my quarterstaff to swing at this uh, this creature that's approaching. Okay. So that's... that creature moved yet this round? Yeah, double move. Uh, Well, technically it did move in round two. It has not acted yet, but in round one it did move, yes. Reggie, you're up. Okay. I'm just going to kill the skeleton in front of me. I'm going to go up and attempt to kill it. How about that? Sounds like a good plan. So Reggie has moved down to attack the last remaining bloody skeleton. 23. 23 will hit, yes. Attack the attack. Um, 17. 17 will hit. Roll for damage. 6. 6 plus uh, 2. Um, 8 damage. So 6. 6 and then a 2? Yep. Okay, cool. 
So you notice as you take a slice at the skeleton, unlike previously, it doesn't seem to take as much damage. <coughs> Timber, you're up. All right, so I'm going to drop Bardic Performance, but Lasting Performance is still going to last for two more rounds. That's correct. And let's see, how far is this thing from me? 60 feet. So I'm going to try to hit it with my light crossbow. Okay, we'll assume you had your light crossbow out. Uh, 13 on the die, plus 6, so 19. 19 will hit, roll that light crossbow damage. So for a gnome bard, what's that, 1d4? Uh, 1d6 it says on my thing. Nah. Uh, 4 on the die, plus 1. Okay, so kind of the same thing as you notice that as you shoot this bolt at it, you definitely hit it but it seems to not really have an effect on it. Should have gone with the magic missile instead. Oh, well. (laughs) Okay. Ichabod, you're up. Um, I would like to uh, cast a judgment on the, well, floating skin thingy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's going to be, I guess, two-part. So, I can, can I do a a knowledge check with my monster lore? Uh, do you have knowledge religion no i have arcana and nature then you cannot so roll it is this not a monster it is a religious well it is a monster but this particular monster is based in religious lore i don't know that inquisitors can't roll the stuff i know you get a bonus to it so i'm gonna yeah. for right now rule that you can't but you know what just because i think this monster's fun roll me it see what happens Right. I'm going to look it up after. So I'm going to hand wave it and say you get it this time, but I'm going to look it up. I got a six. <laughs> well, plus two, plus your wisdom modifier, or intelligence modifier. Zero. <laughs> so you got an eight. Uh, that is not enough to identify this creature. It's a creepy floaty thing. Yeah. All right. And then in, I guess in that case, I'll just go with my, my judgment of profane smiting. Smite thee. Yeah. I'm gonna... As far as flavor goes, I'll... Ichabod sees this floating skin thingy and is like sizing it up to try and just kind of figure out what it is. He's probably supposed to be brighter than that, but... Look who's rolling for him. Oh, man. This is creepy as fuck. So that is Ichabod's turn. It is now this creepy shit's turn, and he's going to move up to Desmond, who has a readied action. Go ahead and whack it with your quarterstaff. Apparently it does nothing, but find out. All right, so I'm assuming it's going to be doing nothing because it looks like it doesn't take any damage from physical attacks. Uh, Is a 16 good enough? A 16 will hit it. Uh, Eight total damage. So he like kind of cracks it like a baseball. Yeah, no, you're fine. I was just reading something and I was like, that's a weird trait it has that makes no difference in this fight. Apparently it can exist outside of water. Oh. Don't don't ask me why. I was just like, what does that ability do? And that's what it does. Well, I suppose that means it could exist in water. 
Right, so you said eight points of damage? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so it is going to make a grab. Ooh. Oh, you can only ready one action. You can't do anything else. Okay. So it is going to make a grab attack. So check your CMD. It's going to do some shit. My CMD is a 14. Oh, that does not fucking matter. It totally got you. I rolled higher than you, and it has bonus to it. So it is going to do a... Uh, for lack of a better term, a grapple attack on you. This giant floating skin thing is just going to wrap itself around you like a warm hug. It's totally cool. Don't worry about it. And it's just going to give you this gentle hug for the entire time it's around you. And you take three points of damage. You also gain the pinned condition. Got it. Okay. Arden, it is your turn. Okay, so the skeleton that's in front of me that Reggie was fighting with is not taking as much damage, I heard. Correct. So I guess we still have to kill it, though, so I'm going to... It's a good plan. I'm going to move Phantasma over here, since that other one's dead. And... Which way do you move that way? Like, around... Around the like, back side of the dead one. So you're moving over Bloody Skeleton 3's corpse? No, like around it. Phantasma doesn't want to get blood on his feet. All the way around. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Phantasma's, you know, a little prissy. Shots, shots fired. Phantasma with the fuck name. <laughs> Listen here, Nate. Kid, I just got my nails done. Oh, really? All right. He's going to bite Skeleton number still alive. Uh, I don't even know what number we're on. Two, yeah. I don't know, the one that's still alive. Nineteen. No, fifteen. Oh, fifteen misses! Holy shit! Arden, it's your turn. Wait, so he misses with his bite, can he still try and climb? Yes, that's correct, I forgot Phantasma has other shit going on. Okay, so I'm just gonna roll these two claw attacks together. Thirteen plus three is sixteen. 16 will hit. Roll one claw damage so far. That's the wrong dice. Hold on. Don't roll a d20 for damage. <laughs> no, I rolled a six. Sorry. Uh, three plus one. Four. Four points of damage on said skeleton. You do notice that all this damage seems to go through. Roll your second claw attack. 17 plus three. That will hit. 30, 20. And that's five damage. Five damage. Okay, nice. Again, you notice all of this damage seems to go through, and this skeleton is on its last leg bone. I don't know if it's a femur or what. I, I didn't pick a bone specifically, so. Okay, Arden still has that scimitar in her hand and still has that plus five going for her, so 16 plus five, 21. That will hit. Roll damage, please. Two plus two is four. Four points damage. So as you slice through this skeleton, you notice it goes right through the rib bones and does no damage. What the fuck? It is that skeleton's turn, and he's going to attack Arden, who just attacked it. No. God. Wow. That's 
goddamn awful. Nope, you lied. Desmond Silver, you're up. Uh, so I am uh, tightly bound. Does this creature have any eyes to it, or is it just skin? Uh, that's a good-looking question. Can I ask why? I would cast no. Flare to try to blind it and disorient it and get rid of it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. It does have eyes. It probably would gain the blinded condition, but it does not mean it would let you go. Uh, so if it was, it would be blinded and the creature would be dazzled until it makes a successful fortitude save. Um, so I'm going to, uh, use an arcane exploit and flare the eyes. It's only a verbal, um, cast cantrip, so it doesn't require somatic movement, doesn't require any verbal, uh, oh wait, I can still verbally cast things, right? Just that I can't use my hands. Correct. Yeah, you're you're grappled. You're pinned, essentially. Okay. I have um, cast flare in its eyes. Okay. Uh, is there a save for that? It would be thirteen, but because of um, my exploit, it will be fifteen. Is it a what fortitude save? Fortitude. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Nope, it done failed. It looked directly into the sun. So it is instantaneous, and the creature is dazzled for one minute unless it makes a successful fortitude save. So it is currently dazzled, is what dazzled. you're saying. And blinded? Uh, it just says dazzled for one minute. Oh, so it's not blinded. It's just dazzled. Yep. Nope, no, fine. I just want, I'm going to activate the correct conditions. Okay, is that your turn? Are you going to try to break out? I would love to try to break out. Is that a uh, combat maneuver? So you can make a combat maneuver bonus to try to break out and beat its CMD. You can make an escape artist check, or you can make a strength check. I would love to do a combat maneuver bonus. Okay, give it a go. 17. Hopefully that's enough. Nope. It's a tough thing. I failed. Yeah, this thing has got you grappled. Uh, make sure you put on the pinned condition, please. I did. Uh, if you see, my AC is only 6 right now. Yeah, you are done pinned. Okay, cool. Uh, Desmond Silver, that is your turn. Reggie Frostwalker. Not near any fire this, this session. Can we keep it that way? I'm just saying we still have time left. Stop it. <laughs> the flare was pretty close, but not close to you. So. Yeah, true. But I'm going to roll a dice to hit this thing twice, please. Nope. No, seven first roll. That's still a miss. No, I meant that was first attack. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, with a uh, 20 for the second one. 20 30. will hit. Roll that beautiful bean footage. What, the five damage that I could max out at? <laughs> five points of, uh, what is it, slashing or piercing? Slashing damage? and piercing. Slashing and piercing. Ooh, very fancy. So you notice as you slash through this thing, it causes no damage. I enjoy Annie's reaction to that. that Why won't this heard. thing die? 
<laughs> oh fuck, Nate! Evil DM laugh. I'm, I'm not a fan. Nope. Mm-mm. Timber, you're up. Uh, this time, Timber's going for the magic missile because she saw that the crossbow didn't really do anything. So, I'm trying to find magic missile on my. So you roll a use magic device. Uh, what a oh, there's oh okay. Um. Ah, 18 on the die, plus 9. Okay, I was gonna say, 18 wouldn't do it, but an 18 plus 9 will do it. You roll a 1d4 plus 1 as a magic missile automatically hits its target. Alright, 3 on the die, plus 1, so 4. 4 points of damage at this skeleton. Let me just double check, this is bloody skeleton number 2, correct? No, 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 I'm going, I'm going, no, I'm going for the, I was, both times I was going for the, uh, Creature thing. thing. Oh, the thing that's attacking Desmond? The thing that came from the north that's closer to me. Yeah, sorry. I need to change the map just slightly. It's on top of Desmond, that, so. That was that both when I went with the uh, crossbow before, that's what I was going for as well. Oh, you definitely missed that anyway, so. Oh, okay. Uh, so with this, it still hits because you made the roll to hit it, and what it was uh, four points of damage, you said? Yes. Four points of damage. So. This is where it gets super fun. I would like Desmond to take two points of damage as half of its damage gets reflected into Desmond. Done. Is that because he's grappled with him? You are not sure. Uh, is it my turn? Would I have seen that he got damaged or would I? That oh, not you definitely something? see that. The magic missile definitely hit this creature, but you see Desmond react in pain. I'm sorry! Oh god. Pants oysters. It's not even right. (laughs) (laughs) Ichabod, it's your turn. I should not have control over these sound bites. So, um... I was just thinking that. I'm, I'm gonna go up to Desmond and this skin ghost thing, and I'm going to try and uh, grapple it off of him. What? What? I want to grapple. I want to tear it off of him because I'm not going to attack him because he's taking damage. And if this thing is grappled on him, like I want to try and grapple it. You know what? And I give you a lot of credit. I don't think I've ever had to deal with a grappled creature that is being grappled. It's like a giant hug train. I would like to refer you to a slightly different podcast that I've been trying to learn some tricks from when they're attacked by large crocodiles and everyone falls into the water from the fishing. Oh, are these the Uh, river sharks and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know said podcast. Yeah, Um, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I... Otherwise, I'm not smart enough to make this shit up on my own. (laughs) So, you know what? I'm going to go by the regular rules of grapple. You need to make a grapple check, which is your CMB. If you have any particular bonuses to grapple, like improved grapple or anything, you can add them. Otherwise, it is just a D20 plus CMB roll. 23. 23? (laughs) The creature is successfully being hugged by Ichabod. Fuck yeah. 
Now what do I do? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> Guys, I just want to let you know that I just now figured out the difference in, like, where you find CMB versus CMD and what that means. Like, I yeah. just now figured it combat out. Combat maneuver bonus versus combat like, maneuver defense. I just defense. now found it. I, I was going to ask, like, so out of fear of feeling stupid, and then I scrolled down and I went... Oh. At this level, doesn't make a huge difference, but when people have differences in trip versus bull rush versus overrun, it can. Or like grapple. Good to know. Well, yeah, some things have. Or if you want to hug a flesh monster, yeah, okay. Yeah, if you want to hug the living embodiment of wallpaper, I want to eat said wallpaper, but I'll save that for later. <laughs> So I'm assuming that was your movement to get up to it and your standard action to hug the wallpaper. That's correct. Now I don't know what to do. I think I'm all done other than maybe taking a... Can I take a five-foot step away now? No, if you actually take right. an actual movement, you can't take a five-foot. Okay. But, my god, now this is the living wallpaper's turn. That is currently wrapped around Desmond being hugged by Ichabod. Oh, it didn't break the grapple on... No, you grapple it. So the grapple condition gives its minuses. It now has to make a check to to continue to grapple Desmond, which it now has minuses to because it's being grappled. What the fuck? And it's still dazzled. (laughs) And it's dazzled. Correct. Uh, So it's going to attempt to continue the grapple... Uh, that's a 20 versus your CMD? Yeah, mine's only a 9, uh, 10. Okay, so it continues grappling you. And it does another 4 points of damage as it constricts around you. Ed's eye roll right there was the best thing yeah, I, thought it, I thought he ripped it off of me, not grappled it. No, that's not how that works. You are holding onto it. A grapple condition is like, think of like two WWE wrestlers like when they do the like the the lock like they're not doing anything yet but they're holding onto each other so their restriction their movements restricted and they can't do shit but it looks cool like okay. whatever happens next is restricted okay like you can attempt to move after that but right now you're grabbing it this is like danger hugs yeah, yeah. Can, can like I do a free action and just ask him like hey how you doing <laughs> Oh, I'm, um, I'm dying. I'm dying. You know what? I would love you to. It has languages. I would like to see you roll it in whatever language you know. Uh, all right. Which I, language do you oh, speak to it? Common, because I really mean to be asking Desmond, but if this thing's going <laughs> to... If this thing's going to take my passes, then... I got an eight. To... What, what did you roll? What I said, what do you say to it? And <laughs> you said I got an eight. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said I had to roll some sort of linguistics. I'm thing. like, I was wait, like, what? fuck, alright. I know to I'm a little sp- off today, speak but speak like a different language. Um you know, I, I just like what the hell are you? And you notice its head spins all the way around to look at you, Reggie. Or not Reggie, I'm sorry, Ichabod. And it starts muttering something in some language you don't know. 
But does Desmond speak that language? What languages does Desmond know? Uh, common, draconic, elven, giant, and goblin. Okay. You don't understand that. The only other person that might know different languages is Timber. Let me see. Am I close enough to hear anything that's going on over there? Or? You might. Yeah. I'm being quite Depending vocal. on the languages you know. Alright. Um. Common, gnome, goblin, sylvan, no. And just for funsies, Arden, you don't know any fun. Draconic and druidic, no. Yeah, I'm lame, sorry. Well, no, you guys know a good amount of languages between all of you, but unfortunately, no. You do not know the language it is saying. And now, it's going to make a bite attack on Desmond. I'm pretty sure you got it. 16. Yeah, AC is 6. Another four points of damage. And Desmond is down. What are you at? Zero. Okay. So this is super fun. So because you're at exactly zero, it's a fun little mechanic. Super fun for who? Uh, everyone involved. So normally, me, clearly, <laughs> when you're when you're dying, you are unconscious. But because you are at exactly zero, you are what's called disabled. Okay. A disabled character may take a single move action or a single standard action each round, but not both. Nor can you take a full round action or any swift, immediate, or free actions. You can move at half speed. Talking does not risk further injury, but performing any standard action uh, deals one point of damage whereas a move action does not. A disabled character with negative hit points, well, we'll worry about that when it comes to it, if it happens to. But right now, the beginning part is, you are, like, up and you know you're about to die, so you get your last, like, turn to move or standard. But if you take a standard, you exert yourself too much to take minus one. Uh, Okay. Okay. It is Arden's turn, though. Okay. So we still have this skeleton over here that's apparently impervious to uh, damage. Well, it's impervious to types of damage you're assaulting it with. Wait, so did you say that Phantasma's damage worked or didn't work? Phantasma's worked. Okay. All right, well, he's going to tell the skeleton to fuck off, so hold that thought. Kid, fuck you. No, not me. The skeleton. Oh, fuck you, skeleton. Yes, yes. That's correct. 16. <laughs> 16 will hit on the bloody skeleton from Phantasma. 3 plus 1 is 4. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys, you don't have speak with animals up. You just hear meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Four damage, you dickhead. Four points of damage is enough to drop this skeleton. So Thank what you, does Phantasma God. do to it? He just he like rips the whole like chest cavity out of it and chucks it across the way. So you just hear meow, 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 meow. Really, Nate? Meow. No. Anyway, 
Now I gotta try and figure out what Arden's gonna do. But I can't see how far away I am. No. Really, Nate? You're killing me. And Ed's dying, so there's that. Okay, I can move. I think what's worse is that would be exactly what it was like if he was a cat. I can move 30 feet, so I can move up to <laughs> Desmond and cast Cure Light Wounds on him. Okay, uh, roll me a ranged touch attack, please, to make sure you only touch Desmond. Hmm. So it is D20 plus your dexterity plus your base attack bonus. Where do I find base attack bonus? That's a great looking question. So... Uh, I have melee attack bonus and ranged attack bonus. It would be the uh, melee attack bonus. Okay, so you said D20. Mm-hmm. There's a 17. Plus melee attack bonus is 3. 18, 19, 20, dirty 20. Plus what? Dext? Uh, doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure that's enough to get Desmond's touch. Because Desmond has a touch AC of 6. Ah. He can't avoid shit. Okay, so I'm going to try and heal him because he is dying. 1d8 plus 1 with Cure Light Wounds. 1d8? Where the fuck's my d8 Oh, sorry. 1d8 plus 2. You're level 2. 7 plus 2. 9. 9 points of damage comes back to Desmond Silver as he now... Not dead. ...gains... Well, not consciousness, but regains the vigor of life. Not dead. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Desmond Silver, you're up. Try to get out of this fucking thing. Uh, although it's like nearly impossible, I can't. And what what are the odds that setting yourself on fire might work? Honestly, uh, I don't know. That's Reggie. I can't. I can't even move my hands. That's the thing. He's got me bound it up. It doesn't work. Stop it. And I. I cannot, I cannot do anything. I, I failed again because a 17 didn't get me out, so a 14 will not either. No, a 14, unfortunately, does not. Um, would I know anything? Are you like, doing anything else? Is there anything else I can do, like figure out what this thing is and what, what it hurts it? So I'm guessing fire, but I wouldn't know. Do you have knowledge religion? No. I think you actually advised no, me not to take that, too. No, I advise you not to take knowledge geography. And I didn't take it. I find knowledge geography the dumbest knowledge in the game. I will stand and die on that hill. Please fight uh, me on that. Yeah. All right. So I would not know anything. For history, seven listeners. History, nature, arcana, nothing about this thing. You know what? Roll me a knowledge check. Go ahead and add just your intellect to it and... Let's see what happens. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe in a book somewhere that you read as a wee child, you might have heard of this thing. Doesn't matter. I rolled a fucking two. Look, I, I, I'm rolling like Barnabas did. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I rolled a, I rolled one time, one time in D&D Beyond, and I rolled a nat 20. And then I've rolled nothing but like shit in Hero Lab. Nothing. I, haven't rolled I, a I never said crack. you have to roll in there. That's on you. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting literally like how Barnabas was. Every single roll is a two or a five. Nothing is hitting over. I think the highest roll I had today was. Oh, let's hope Barnabas 17. doesn't listen to this. I don't think he will. I don't know if he does. I know nothing. 
Anyway, so yeah, uh, you fail your escape check. Whether it was escape artist, CMB, or strength check, uh, you see Desmond, uh, uh, and just struggle to get out. Yep, that's that. I'm done. Timber, you're up. Um, can I roll to see if I know what this is or how to damage this thing? Yes, you can roll a knowledge religion. Uh, 11. 11. So, the DC's 12, so I'm going to give you that you've heard of this thing and you know a little bit about it. So, I'm not going to give you the quite full knowledge on it, but I'm going to give you a little bit. So, it's called a Shred Skin. It is an undead creature that is born of torment and wrongdoing that its skin is actively searching a body to enshroud and inhabit because it is missing its own. Oh, Obviously, okay. you notice it has it's the ability to, to constrict and grab people and wrap itself around it. But you don't know to what purpose that this goes. But I know that by... When I shot it with my crossbow, that didn't help. And when I shot it with magic missile, Desmond took damage as well. Well, you missed with the crossbow. The magic missile damaged Desmond as well. Um, I don't really have much other option other than the magic missile because there's too many people over there. And if I shoot with the crossbow, I risk hitting anybody else. So I'm gonna try the magic missile again because there's really nothing else I can do. Sure. Is there anything else I can do? It didn't appear to speak common, right? Yeah, it was speaking some language none of you know, and given the fact that you have a little bit of knowledge into this kind of stuff, it did not to be any sort of intelligible language. So it didn't sound like something that was just like, oh, it's speaking something else. It sounded like it was just babbling incoherently, and what it thinks it was speaking, and it was not. Okay, and I'm assuming that in order to cast Unwitting Ally, it would have to understand me? Uh, I will have to double-check on that spell. Give me a second. Actually, uh, what I'm, does I'm that gonna, spell say? I'm going to assume that's probably not something that would make much difference anyway if it's looking for a body. Does not matter. Basically, point in fact that I think Timber would know through her reading that undead creatures are unaffected by mind-affecting effects. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna go with Magic Missile again then. Okay, give it a go. 1d4 plus 1 after you roll to hit. Oh wait, no, it automatically... You have to roll to use magic device. Nope. What'd you get? I rolled a two. Oh, God. You have like a 50% chance on this, and you keep rolling awful. All of the, the rolls that have not mattered as much, I have done really well on, and the rolls that have mattered... Yeah, I think Timber, Timber tried to cast and, like, almost dropped the wand and kind of like... And, She's, like, shaking too much to cast the spell. <laughs> so. Oh, jeez. Uh, I just almost destroyed my entire thing. Ichabod, you're up. Okay. So, um, am I still grappled with this thing? 
You I'm... are the grappler, so you have to roll a check to continue grappling if you would like. If you do, you get a plus five to it. Okay, because with with my judgments going, I would like uh, I I would like to try and hit it because I've got a judgment of profane smiting that passes any sort of well, so the grapple like thing is not an like it's not a standard. It's just you continue grappling. Okay, so I would have to. Yeah, top of your stop. turn, you roll to see if you're you're still grappling, or you can choose to not grapple if that's what you want to do. Because I can't attack while I'm grappled, correct? You can, but it has to be with a one-handed item, which you, I think you can use your weapon one-handed. Yep, I could also yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if, because I was grappled, if I had to drop the light. No, you can just use a one-handed action. Okay, so I will use... So are you going to continue the grapple or not? No. Okay, so you are actively dropping the grapple, okay? Mm -hmm. It is no longer grappled, it is no longer dazzled. Okay. Because that was only one round, right, Dan? One minute unless you pass a fortitude save. Does it get a check every round? Yes. Okay, uh, let me just quickly roll that for its last previous round. Nope! Never mind, still dazzled. Cool. That was awful. What's Ichabod doing now that you have let go of the grapple? Yep, I'm uh, going to wind up my chain and apologize to Desmond in advance, but I'll, I'll, I'll carry you after this. <laughs> uh, I like the sound effect. So, uh, f- 15 to hit. 15 will hit. Uh, 9 damage. 9 damage. And with 9 damage, 4 of it goes to Desmond. And then, uh, as as I, like, just hit this poor guy, I also just take a quick look around because now that I'm, like, I guess this is both Ichabod and Ed uh, putting two and two together that this thing is made out of the skin uh, wallpaper. Uh, And then we just saw like those two big buildings that were full of skin wallpaper. Ed just had that, oh shit, thought and wants to just look around quick over his shoulder and kind of scan the area. Roll perception for me. Thank you. (laughs) 17. Sounds like one of those, like, arcade shooting games. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, 17. uh, You don't notice any other creatures in the vicinity. Okay. Okay. It is that creature's turn. And it is going to, first off, try to continue the grapple check on Desmond. Let's see. Grapple. Yeah, I got you. Holy shit. That is one point of damage. And it's going to make a bite attack. Uh, The bite attack misses, luckily. Really? Arden, you're up. Yeah, I rolled not well. Well, you had to be the six. I don't think a seven. Oh my god, you have a six? Yeah, because I'm pinned. I rolled a seven. Okay, so I do do damage. I thought I missed. Listen, if I die, and that, I folks, die. is why you always say what you got. Uh, that's another one point of damage. Arden, you're up. 
how's uh, Desmond looking? Uh, he's got blood coming out of his nose and ears. He's got blood coming from everywhere. Yeah, not so hot. Okay. So... I really don't want to accidentally hurt him. Do we gotta do. Because he's already pretty hurt. Yeah. Shit. Either heal me or kill it. It's up to you. <laughs> I only have... I only have the one spell of Cure Light Wounds, so... Fuck. That's fine. Do we gotta do then. Well, shit. Alright, first things first. I'm gonna move... Phantasma comes, like, charging up here. So, so like, up here is... Phantasma comes all the way around from the southern part of the map with the bloody skeletons up to where yeah. Desmond and this creature are, and Ichabod, and Arden. Yeah. For those that everyone can't see our fancy map. So, he's gonna run up and, like, join the fray here. Oh... <sighs> I'm going to have him try and bite this thing. And pray okay. that it only, like, bites him. Like, be careful, Phantasma. Don't fail me now, Dice. 18? 18 is a hit. Roll that beautiful bite damage. Four. Two points of damage to the creature and two points of damage to Desmond. How do I... Damn it. Fight Desmond, too. Phantasma, I told you to be careful, bro. Kid, I'm trying. I can't kill this thing without killing him. Okay. Wait, Ichabod, do you have Cure Light Wounds? Yeah. Okay. I do as well, but I'm not close enough to cure anybody right now. How's your backup character, Danny? Ah, no. Ready to rock and roll. I, I actually... I had two characters that I was deciding on, so if it happens, it happens. I'm ready to go next 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 session. We are not also, gonna let that happen. I would like to er let everyone know, and DJ, when I said a couple hours ago that I had a creature with a unique ability that could kill you, this was it, DJ. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I kinda had a feeling this was it. Unique ability to like, you know Murder everyone. Where it's Danny's not, freaking skeleton is it's, it's not really killing it, but you guys killing oh. it is hurting him. So like why don't we pull the thing off of it with him? How do we do is I thought that's what Igabot was trying to do when he said grapple it. I think I think uh, yeah, I yes. rip it off. But if you guys listen to what I said carefully, I said the first round he successfully grabbed it and then he actively let go. Yeah. I, Damn it, I have to now beat the shit out of the thing. And I don't. can't do that if I'm grappled. And I can't cast Cure Light Wounds if I'm grappled with that thing. We're new to this Pathfinder game. We, you know, usually when we... It is, but I mentioned that Nate, you would you take the first action head. like a WWF to grab it. Shh, DJ, you don't matter. It's fine. Uh, okay. What are you going to do? Stab I'm Desmond? No, I was going to pull it off of him, but it's fine. Well, Okay. You know what? Since it's the bottom of the order and I don't know where the fuck has happened anymore because this thing is messing up, unless... Uh, no, it's Arden's turn. Then it would be Reggie's. Arden refuses to hit, hit this thing again because she knows that it's going to kill Desmond. So she's just going to kind of like stand there and 
Can you feed me a potion, Pray for somebody maybe? stronger than her to pull this thing off. Can Do I feed... have a potion? We have tons of potions. Do you have a potion? Yes. Do you well, have a potion? Yeah, but I asked you guys to go through that bag of shit, and did you guys claim any of those items? Oh, I don't know. Or are they all still back in camp? I know I'm not carrying anything on me. I'm not either, because I can't hold anything else. <laughs> Kelly can't carry anything, period. I, only, so. I think I only grabbed a vial of alchemist fire, so... Dude, throw it at Reggie. No! <laughs> just, just, just out of some normalcy here. I have one potion of clerk here, light wounds. Okay, right. so it is Reggie's turn, unless Arden's doing something. Arden is not. Arden is terrified she's going to end up killing Desmond. Okay, it's oh. Reggie's turn. What you going to do, Reggie? Because I skipped your turn, so I'm going to give it to you here. Move up here. Okay, so Reggie has moved up here, which is also known as next to the entire group to the southwest of Desmond. I Can I feed the Carolite Wound Potion to him? So you performed a move action by actually moving. You can use your standard action to retrieve the potion from your bag, but you do not have another action to give it to him. Cool, I'm top of the round anyway. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Desmond Silver, it is your turn. How are you looking there? I am fabulous. Do you have Never blood better. pouring down from your like face everywhere? Yeah, I've got a hit point left. So I'm going to roll on D&D Beyond because I'm tired of this. <laughs> I hope it does better for you. And what are you I rolling for? Fucking to get out? rocked. Yeah, CMB. I guarantee you this did. I got 18 plus 5, so 23. 23 is enough to break the grapple. Ah. So I, like, rip this thing off. I'm like, ah, god damn it! And can I move away from it? Oh, no, it would it would provoke an opportunity attack, correct? You could take a five-foot step away or use your entire action as a withdraw action. Um, I think... Man, I think I'm going to cast Grease on myself. Oh. Uh, Okay, I know what you're trying to do, and now I have to come up with the rules for that because they don't exist, so <laughs> thank you. I think as a precaution, I am going to uh, No, I totally understand up. and I I get what you're doing, but fuck. I am gonna I am gonna put so much fucking butter on my nipples that this fucking thing is gonna have a hard time wrapping itself around me again. Pants oysters. I thought you were going to grease yourself up <laughs> in order for us to be able to set you on fire when this thing grabbed you again. And then you're going to grab Reggie. No. And then, because he's close now. We've tricked him. I will walk away. <laughs> Whatever Reggie's DJ's like, character is next, it's going to be immune to fire. Uh, let me see. Uh, so so if, if a person, it, it's actually in the description. You can look this up. Anybody who has greased armor or clothing gains 10% or 10 circumstance bonus on escape artist checks. Okay, fantastic. So are you... So... I am lathered up. <sighs> did you move or did you just cast grease? I just cast grease on myself. <sighs> so, super fun fact, casting a spell next to him provokes an attack of opportunity. I forget about how this game goddamn works. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was kind of like, are you moving? 
I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that may not hit, though. Uh, so with its plus to hit and your normal abilities... Yeah, me uh, and myself. It would have to hit uh, an AC of 11. Oh, yeah, that hit with a 14. I'm down, and I'm dying. That is three points of damage. If you had just moved next to somebody who had cure light wounds. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, wait, where is this thing in relation to the rest of us? They're still sharing a square? It is still on its same square-ish. Mm-hmm. but I'm just going to put it halfway above it. It is on... Oh, you can't really it's see It's above that. me. It is... Yeah, it's still on Desmond Square, but it is, like, free-floating, like, above it. Far enough above that you guys can all hit it, but... And it's a separate entity, but it's on the same area, like, because it was knocked off, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Reggie Frostwalker. Okay. Oh, where is this thing... It's right on Desmond, basically. Mm-hmm. And the last time someone tried hitting it with a piercing or slashing, it just went through it. Uh, it shared damage with Desmond, but that was because I think he was grappled. I feed Desmond the potion. Okay, D8, right? Hey, Desmond, uh, heal yourself seven points. So I'm at negative two. Do I have five or do I go from zero to seven? You were at five. Five. Still slippery as hell. That's my turn. Okay, Timber, you're up. All right, Timber is going to move closer to Desmond. Um, See, Timber can't quite get all the way there, but she is gonna move closer because she has a feeling he's gonna do something stupid again and need to be healed again. (laughs) So, um, guaranteed. That's. She knows Desmond. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to... I don't think I'm going to try and attack because... don't think... Well, actually, it's he's not grappling anybody right now, right? No. Currently okay. not, no. So I will... I'll try with the light crossbow again. Okay, give it a go. Wait. Did you move up? Oh, wait, yeah. So do I not get... I don't get to attack if I move? Yeah, because to reload a light crossbow, just what you have, then you need to use a movement action. Oh, okay. Okay, in that case, I don't do that. Um, Alright, I may as well try the magic missile one more time. I don't really want to keep using charges on it because it doesn't have a ton, but when I just rolled thinking that I was rolling for the crossbow, I rolled an 18, so can I Yeah, go for it. Use it. It's fine. You rolled the die. Put that for the magic missile. 18 plus... Do I have Yeah, that's enough. It's a DC okay. 20, so you're a plus 9 on that, so 1d4 plus 1. 1. 1 plus 1. 2. 2 points of damage, and that is enough to kill it. Yes! Ooh. Go, Timber, go! Go, Timber, go! <laughs> As you fire this magic missile into it, you notice that the magic twists and turns around and flies its way above Desmond, hits this creature, and it just explodes it into a vapor around you. Timber is standing there in shock because she did not expect to kill anything. She's just like, up, uh, guys, guys, I did it! We'll just kind of like look back at him and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so Desmond's gonna, Desmond's like laying on his back on the ground. And he like looks over and we're like, told you we could do it. And his head just like flaps on the, on the ground again, like almost passing out. Um, for, the, for the record, Timber has been waiting since the, since the skeletons first appeared. 
to say I told you so, but obviously was not going to say anything until we got out of here alive. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously it worked out. Maybe it wasn't going to work out for Desmond, but it worked out. <laughs> I think I was the worst person to... Don't worry, that was supposed to be me. Nobody's dead. Yeah, nobody's dead. Honestly... Uh, We're on fire. Yeah. Was now can we go a... back to camp before anything else comes? Yep. Agreed. Uh, can we investigate the area first? We'll stumble around and like... You can, but I'm going to save that for next time as we are well over our time here. I just wanted to finish up that battle. So yeah. I'd like to thank everyone for showing up and having a great time tonight and getting grappled by a undead creature. So thank you again and have a great night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hey, Annie here, but you may know me as Arden and Phantasma. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you! Thank you for listening to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.